the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, where do you want to start a new week? Do you want to start with the nonsense in Hollywood, or do you want to start with the nonsense in the White House? Uh, I don't care. We can delve into and will both. It's uh, nice to be with you on a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. No, I did not watch the Oscars. Yes, I have seen the Will Smith-Chris Rock interlude on stage, live on TV except for tape delay. And... Honestly, coming in this morning, uh, I checked my social media and some people were like, oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. And I thought, it's not really that important, is it? In the grand scheme of things with Ukraine raging and the ongoing issues here at home and a budget coming out and whatever local issues might come up, we had a one-year-old shot uh, over the weekend. She's fine. She was shot while sleeping in her bed. Andrew Ginther finally making good on his promise, probably through gritted teeth, to give first responders the $1,000 hero pay that he promised almost a year ago. But then I started delving into the Chris Rock Will Smith dust-up at the Oscars where Chris Rock made a joke. Watch out for those comedians and the jokes. And Will Smith initially laughed at the joke. And then I don't know what kicked in. Some kind of uh, noble motivation to protect his wife. Some kind of realization that maybe people were laughing at him, not with him. But he jumped up on stage and slapped Chris Rock. Punch slapped, I guess I would say. Was it a punch? Was it a slap? Ah, It was a punch slap. It looked like a punch. It was more than a slap, but it was a slap because it was open-handed. And then I listened to Will Smith's apology. I mean, is it an apology? Was it really an apology? Well, it was classic. I will put it that way. It was a classic window into leftism. And I find this whole thing culturally significant. And I will attempt to explain to you why I think it's culturally significant, because there are layers to it, and the layers tell us a lot about our culture. So here's the scene. Chris Rock is on stage. Whoever they have host the Oscars comes out. They tell a lot of jokes. Some of them are funny. Some of them are not funny. Some of them borderline are cruel. Some of them go over the line of cruel. That's what comedy does. Comedy is satire. Comedy accentuates the bounds of propriety. It stretches them. It's kind of how you make fun of people is through jokes that have the best joke has an element of truth, right? 
And celebrities are used to being held up as icons, used to being given everything they want, used to ordering people around. There's a little barbed dose of humility that comes with being mentioned in an Oscar monologue. Okay, so at one point, uh, Chris Rock makes a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, you need to know, Jada Pinkett Smith is bald, okay? She has a shaved head. We'll get into the reasons why she has a shaved head a little bit later on. But she has a shaved head. She's a very beautiful woman, but she has a shaved head. And a few, well, more than a few years ago, there was a movie made with Demi Moore in the starring role as a army recruit, and the name of the movie was G.I. Jane. Demi Moore, as an army recruit, had to shave her head in basic training. So this is the thrust of the Chris Rock joke. He looks out, he sees Will Smith sitting there. Will Smith is nominated for a Best Actor Oscar, which, by the way, later on, like in, within minutes, he would win after this exchange. And so Chris Rock is going to make jokes about the people who are up for awards. He starts this joke that gets him into hot water with Will Smith by making a joke about another actor who's up for best actor, Javier Bardem. And Javier Bardem is married to Penelope Cruz. I know you could care less, so could I, but it needs to be said so you understand the scenario. And Penelope Cruz is nominated for an Oscar. And Chris Rock starts by making a joke that if Penelope Cruz loses, Javier Bardem better not win because he dare not be happy on the night that his wife is unhappy. And then he moves on to Jadis Pinkett Smith. And before long, Will Smith is walking up on stage and he is punch-slapping Chris Rock. Here's how it sounded. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses... He can't win! (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? So he makes a joke about her being bald. (laughs) And Will Smith laughs. laughs. That was a a nice one. Okay. Everybody laughs. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes Will Smith up on stage. There he hits Chris Rock. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. He put my name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a... Uh, Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So Chris Rock is thrown off, but like a true pro, he keeps going with what he's supposed to do, which is present an Oscar for Best Documentary, and he gets into that. Will Smith, yes, he did use, screamed the F word twice at Chris Rock. It did not go out live in the U.S. because they're on a seven-second delay. I assume they bleeped it, but the expletive did not air. It aired in some foreign countries. Will Smith was really, really mad. And later on attempted to explain away this very embarrassing incident. And I find the whole thing, as I said, reflective of our culture because 
you know, in the old days, that would have been seen as a guy defending his woman. And that is how people now are saying, well, you know, he's defending his wife. And they try to blame Chris Rock for making a joke because Jada Pinkett Smith, the reason she is bald is because she has a a disease called alopecia. Now, alopecia causes your, well, causes hair loss. Now, it's not, I guess it's uncommon, but it's not, um, it's uncommon, but it's not, can I say it's uncommon, not unusual? For a woman in Hollywood or a woman anywhere to have her head shaved. I mean, it's fairly common. If you were going out to a mall today, which I yeah, hope you have Kevlar, Kevlar vest if you do, but if you're going out to a mall today and you see someone with a shaved head, a woman with a shaved head, you might think, well, that's a little bit odd. But you wouldn't, I bet you wouldn't go home and go, hey, you'll never guess what I saw today. I saw a woman with a shaved head. Like, it's not that big of a deal, right? This might be a style thing. Is it conceivable Chris Rock didn't know? Yeah, it's conceivable he didn't know. Is it conceivable that no one in Hollywood who sat in that room, writers, blah, blah, whatever, did not know? Somebody didn't know. Wait, wait, didn't I see a headline in Variety? Didn't I see a headline that she has a thing that keeps... My guess is somebody knew that. And failing that, they still said, it's a funny joke. Like, it's funny. She looks like she could star in G.I. Jane too. Yeah, go with it. I don't think the joke was tasteless. I mean, honestly, when I didn't know what the joke was that caused Will Smith to walk up on stage and punch slap Chris Rock, I was pretty sure I knew what the joke was about. And had it been about that, I would have less of a problem with what Will Smith did. But the joke wasn't about that. And so now I have a zero tolerance for what Will Smith did. What could Chris Rock have made a joke about that I would have been okay with Will Smith doing what he did? And what I've already told you it was about that I think makes it much ado about nothing. Like, relax, Will Smith. So I'll explain what Chris Rock could have made a joke about that would have been over the line next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Quite a European trip for our president, Joe Biden. Uh, Not one, not two, but three major gaffes. Clean up on aisle four, the White House trying to walk back what he said. Well, what he said was not what he meant. Even though it's clear what he said is going to help Vladimir Putin convince people in Russia that the U.S. is trying to get rid of him. We'll get to all of that. But first, I want to give you the cultural significance of the whole Will Smith Chris Rock dust up at the Oscars last night. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife. Said he looks forward to her starring in G.I. Jane 2 because she has a shaved head. She has a shaved head because she has alopecia, an ailment that keeps her from growing hair. If Jada Pinkett Smith is ashamed of having alopecia, then I don't think she would have posted a picture of herself on Instagram several years ago. Uh, talking about how uh, this disease and she are, quote, going to be friends, period. She appeared last night without a turban, without a headband, things she's worn in the past, to cover her head. So she's obviously, and I applaud this, reached a peace 
with her outward appearance in light of having this disease. So I don't know why Will Smith got so upset other than his ego got in the way. If Chris Rock had made a joke about what all of Hollywood and all of anybody, because I certainly don't follow Hollywood and I don't follow chapter and verse the career of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, but even I know they have an open marriage. They have been very open. She outed them on her own podcast about their open marriage. And Will Smith has admitted, after she admitted it, that, yeah, he's had many affairs. He talked about having a desire to keep his own harem of 20 women, including several other well-known actresses. He has confirmed this. They have an open marriage. So let me get this straight. Chris Rock can't make a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's physical appearance that she is perfectly at peace with. And Will Smith is offended by that, but he's not offended that other men are sleeping with his wife. Nor is he offended that uh, he's breaking his marriage vows to her by sleeping around on her. And of course, Will has uh, justified his uh, multiple adulterous affairs by blaming it on some kind of uh, mental hang-up that he has uh, because of his Christian upbringing. So, very shortly after he punches Chris Rock, Will Smith wins for Best Actor. He wins for portraying the part of Richard Williams, who was the father of uh, Venus and Serena Williams, tennis players. And Richard Williams was a pretty brusque, braggadocious, bullying-type individual. So I want you to listen to this apology, quote-unquote apology, from Will Smith. And I'm going to play it, I'm going to interrupt it, because this is a classic. They should have given Will Smith an, an award last night for a classic leftist apology. This is this is such a perfect leftist apology. Very indicative of the culture we're in and the uh, self-indulgent mindset on the left. Here we go. ...by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. So he starts by saying he's overwhelmed by what God is calling him to do in this world. Okay? See, like the... The Christian upbringing that he had has value to him in that he's being called to do something by God. That something does not include, you know, observing the laws of morality that are clearly and repeatedly set forth in the Bible. He's not being called to do that. What is Will Smith being called to do? I'm being called on in my life to love people. Apparently lots of people, but I digress. And to protect people. Ah. And to be a river to my people. There we go. He's a, I've never heard that before. What does that mean? Be a river to your people. I'm sure I don't understand the high-minded logic of Will Smith, but. The protective thing of your wife, I, I, I definitely understand that. 
No one has, thankfully, ever insulted my wife in my presence. If they did, I don't know how I would react. I might react just like Will Smith. Um, but Will Smith is uh, called to be a river to his people, among other things. Now, I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. Was that abuse talking about Jada Pinkett Smith in a joking manner about her starring in G.I. Jane 2? Was that abuse? That doesn't feel like abuse to me. Abuse would be to make a comment, a guttural comment about her uh, infidelity to her husband. About her being a, uh, a loose woman, shall we say. That would be abusive. Abuse is mostly physical in one single instance. Or over time, I will allow that you can certainly abuse people with constant disparaging words, loud, you know, criticisms and things like that. But from a stage like 30 yards away to make a joke about a woman's physical appearance, it might be distasteful. It might be untoward. It might be impolite. Is it abuse? I don't think so. But see, leftists believe that, you know, silence is both violence and words are violence. And so that's why Will Smith thinks that joke was abusive. He continues. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. Ah, here we go. Here we go. He's going down the road of disrespect. Was he disrespected? Okay, I'll allow maybe he was disrespected. That's his wife. But he's getting into an area here that, well, man, he left us go. He's going there. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams. Ah, wait, I, I, I should have stopped him there. See, you got to smile and pretend like that's okay because I'm the victim. Will Smith is not the per see Will Smith walked on stage and he hit Chris Rock, which is a criminal act. He was allowed to go back to his seat, which no normal average everyday person who's not a movie star would have been allowed to do in that situation. They would have been taken off stage and run off to the nearest jail by the police if they if anyone had assaulted Chris Rock in that manner. Will Smith got to go back, sit down, win an award, give this acceptance speech, but he's the victim. He's not the guy who committed the wrong act. He's the victim. And now he's going to tell you why he's the victim. But Richard Williams, and what I loved, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Oh, yes, the devil. I agree. The devil does uh, come for you. It's your highest moment, lowest moment. He's always trying to come for you. But he's blaming it on forces outside of himself, right? It's the devil's fault, or it's the fact that he had to play Richard Williams, play a role that lured him into acting in such a way. Isn't it interesting? The crowd is with him. They're feeling him. Why? Because he's crying? Because the devil's after him? Because he had to play Richard Williams? The crowd is with him. 
Moments before, they were mortified by his actions. Now they're with him. Art imitates life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. <laughs> I look like crazy father, just like they said about Richard Williams. Um, but love will make you do crazy things. Love will make you do crazy things. Not my own failings as a man, not my own lack of self-control. He went on to apologize to his fellow nominees and to the Academy. You know who he didn't apologize to? Chris Rock, the guy he hit. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.